0: Hello everyone. Um, hope everyone's having a good week. I know this is time for a lot of new beginnings uh, with kids being back to school, uh, with football season being in full swing now, and with many other sports seasons gearing off. So this is a time of adjustment for many people you know, starting college, going to a new grade, maybe even starting a new job. So hope everyone's settling in well and finding comfort in your surroundings. I recently participated in the NIL Combine hosted by Savania DeBarros. I'm in Chicago, Illinois, a couple of weeks back. And I had the opportunity to be one of the virtual speakers for her kickoff of the live conference. And it was a great opportunity just sitting in, listening to all the other speakers talk about name, image, and likeness. Of course, it's still in its infancy, it's only a few years out. However, the information shared during this combine was very valuable, even for me. Um, So I know it will be very valuable for the athletes, parents, and coaches out there. So if you are not familiar with her content, go to the NIL Combine and follow uh, Savania DeBarros for more information. Um, She is an attorney, and she is the protector of athletes. And she really has a heart for athletes and a heart for not only representing athletes, but teaching them and educating them about their true worth. Because name, image, and likeness is not just a brand deal It's not about endorsing a product, it's about truly who you are, and it's very important for athletes to know how to protect their name, image, and likeness, as well as how to monetize their name, image, and likeness. So as an orthopedic surgeon, why was I speaking at the NIL Combine? As you know, I deal with athletes daily, and I care about athletes not only from their physical well-being, but also for their overall well-being. Uh, so I've spoken with her before. She's been a guest on this podcast. So go back and listen to her interview, uh, Savania Barros. But what I was speaking about is the relationship between your health and your wealth, your health and your ability to maximize your name, image, and likeness. So check out this interview. Uh, give me feedback, give me thoughts. If you have other guests that you want hear to hear from or if you have other topics that you want to hear about, reach out to me. I'm always open to feedback and I really like your input to be able to bring you episodes that you really desire to hear and that will be beneficial for your life. So without further ado, let's get into this episode uh, of my speech that I gave for the NIL Combine. So first I'd like to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of this NIL Combine. Um, I am Dr. Derek Burgess. I'm a board certified orthopedic surgeon and sports medicine specialist. I'm currently the assistant professor at the University of Mississippi Medical Center, uh, where I have the pleasure of serving as the head team orthopedic surgeon uh, for the Jackson State University Athletics. I had the opportunity to meet uh, Savania about a year ago when she was a guest on my podcast, and that's when I first learned about the NIL Combine. and I was very excited about the work that she's doing, um, and I salute her and her team for putting this Seminar together because this is state of the art. Uh, you are getting the information as an athlete, a parent, a coach that you need to be successful in this NIL space. So why am I here? Like I mentioned, I'm a board certified orthopedic surgeon. This is a NIL conference. You came here to learn how to secure the bag, not to learn about how to recover from an injury or to learn about some injury that you you hope to never have. So. As I mentioned, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. So I have the opportunity to work with elite athletes on a daily basis. And not only am I concerned about your physical well being, I'm also concerned about your future. And I feel that NIL name, image, and likeness we all know that it's only been around for two years. So it's very new. And there are many different opportunities out there for athletes. However, you have to know how to play the game. And if you don't know how to play the game, you're at risk for. Injury right financial injury you're at risk for uh, getting your name tied up into something that you're not even aware, sometimes, so you are in the right space, I know that you probably came here to secure the bag. um, But you will learn that, but you will learn so much more in this next 48 hours uh, more than you probably bargained for you are here now so lock in you came for whatever reason but we're glad that you're here and we're going to try to give you the information that you need. So outside of the fact that I'm an orthopedic surgeon and I work with sports medicine or I work with athletes all the time, I'm also a podcaster. I'm the host of Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast that I mentioned before. This podcast is focused on three major pillars, um, helping you strengthen your mindset, helping you grow your assets, and helping you achieve whatever level of success that you want to achieve for your life. So I feel that this webinar and this workshop will give you some of those tools to do uh, those three things. So let's first talk about, since you you know that I'm a surgeon, this is NIL, what's the tie-in? So I'm gonna talk to you for a few minutes about how your health and your wealth are tied in. So your health is your wealth. So as an athlete, you're at your optimal state when you're well what does wellness mean? So wellness from a holistic standpoint is physical well or is well being not only of your physical state, but also mind, body and soul. So an athlete, a lot is required of you. We know that a lot is required of you from a physical standpoint to be able to run, jump, cut, throw, shoot. But It's also a lot that you have to do to prepare your body to be at its optimal state when it's time to perform. So at Healthy Athlete, number one, you're going to be able to stay on the playing field more, right? So if you're on the playing field, if you have a it's going to allow you to have a scholarship, a better contract, more endorsements. So you know that it's better for you to be on the field than on the sideline. So You have to take care of your body to remain healthy. I'm going to quote Coach Prime to say that if you look good, then you feel good. And if you feel good and you play good, and if you play good, what? They pay good. So your health is your wealth. Also, being an athlete, you have a limited amount of time to play your sport. No matter if you're in high school, you don't know if college is going to be guaranteed. If you're in college, it's professional being a professional guarantee, not necessarily, and definitely we know that in professional sports, there is a very small window of time where you are going to be able to be at your optimal performance and be able to be a professional athlete. So you have to maximize that moment to be able to make as much money as you can, as well as save as as much money and invest so that you can be good for your future. Uh, Many times I'll speak with athletes and as a surgeon, unless something goes terribly wrong, I should be able to work 25, 30 years uh, based off just kind of the length of a normal career for a surgeon. However, for many professional athletes, you have less than five years to secure, financially secure the future for not only sometimes your family, but for future generations. So you have to really learn to maximize that time. And one thing one way you can do that is by being healthy. So let's talk about wellness. So first we mentioned mind, body, soul. Let's just break it down like that. So how do you take care of your body? Many athletes, you already know how to physically take care of your body. You know how to work out. You know how to get the reps in, um, how to run, how to lift. But do you know about recovery? So I feel that recovery is one thing that's often overlooked in sports. And what do I mean by recovery? So different phases of recovery. So, okay, recovery, we just had a rough practice. We just had a rough workout. I need to get into the cold tub. I need to drink some fluids to re- regenerate my fluid balance to get feel better. Yes, that's one thing, but recovery is so much more. What are you doing in the off-season? You know, Do you have an off-season training program? Many of the injuries that I see are simply from overuse. You're using that same muscle group or same limb. You're throwing the ball, you're shooting the ball, you're running. You know, if you're a track athlete, you're using those same systems over and over and over again. So what are you doing in the off season to really work on your whole body? Cross training, you know, maybe being for some of these younger athletes playing multiple sports. Right now, we see a lot of really skilled athletes at a very young age. But some of that is about playing the same sport year in and year out, every season, especially in baseball. But what the draft has showed us, the NFL draft, is that nearly every first-rounder is a multi-sport athlete. So being an athlete, having athleticism is very important, and that can be gained in your offseason or by playing multiple sports. So do not overlook the fact that you need to recover Uh, No matter how healthy you are, you're going to be at your optimal state when you have a good recovery program. Now, recovering from injury is totally different. So many of the athletes that I have the opportunity to know the best are athletes that suffer serious injuries. And I'm usually with that athlete on their worst day and hopefully on their best day when they get to go back. But I know that the pressure that are placed on athletes to perform And when you're injured, it takes you out of your normal element because athletes are ready to be when it's game day. They want to be there to support their team. They want to be there to support everyone in the organization. But who's supporting you? So your recovery is very important. Also, what are you doing for your mind? So we know that athletes are very in tune to their bodies, but what are you doing for your mind? And mental health is something that has been overlooked for a long time as far as the overall athlete. Now, I say there's more attention now than ever to the mental health of an athlete, but sometimes it depends on what organization you're tied in. Every organization is not going to have a a counseling staff. Every organization is not even going to have a player development staff. So many times you might be in a situation where you're on your own when it comes to your mental health. And I want to tell you first, number one, I know there's a stigma about mental health, especially in many different cultures, in the African-American culture. We have to break the stigma around mental health. It's okay if you need to get a counselor. I've had counseling. It's okay if you need to seek out a medical professional or even take medication to be at your optimal mental health because it doesn't matter how big, fast, or strong you are. If your mind is weak, your body is going to follow your mind. So also outside of the counseling services, or it's okay to be with, work with a counselor even on your best day because you don't want to wait until... It feels like the world is falling apart to seek help. We want you to be able to maintain a healthy mental state. Um, Also surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded like you, who's in your inner circle? Who's the person that can come to you and talk to you when you're, you know, down or when you are angry? Who's that one person almost like an emergency contact? You need to find that one person and allow them to. You need to inform them, hey, you are my emergency contact. On a day when I'm feeling terrible, I'm going to call you. You need to have that person and you need to be that person for someone else as well. And self-awareness, knowing when you're not at your optimal state is very important. You shouldn't have to have a coach or parent come to you and say, look, something's off. You're, You're not right right now. You want to know your body. You want to know yourself overall and know when you're not at your optimal state so you can hit that button to ask for help before you're in a panic state everyone needs an accountability partner number one the first person that you have to be accountable with is with yourself the accountability mirror Uh, you have to be able to look at yourself in the face and know that you're doing what's best for you but you also need somebody to hold you accountable you know whether that's a parent which sometimes it works for some people or a best friend or a coach, somebody from the coaching staff, but you need to have someone who's holding you accountable. You know, are you working up on time? Are you doing uh, your workouts? Are you eating healthy? Nutrition is very important. You know, many other times I'll see an athlete, we're in the heat of competition and they go down or they might start cramping and I go out and talk to them. My first question is, when's the last time you ate? You know, and many times we don't fuel our bodies. We expect so much or from a performance standpoint, we want our bodies to be at an optimal state, but we also have to give our body the nutrients that it needs. So a well-balanced diet, you know, be very careful with taking supplements. You know, many times you have to make a weight cut off or you want to gain some weight, you want to bulk up. Be very careful with supplements. Number one, make sure that they're FDA approved make sure that they're approved by whatever organization or governing body that you're playing with. Because many times you can take a substance that seems very harmless. However, it could be giving you an edge over other athletes and it might be deemed illegal in your sport. So be very careful with what you put into your body. If you're enjoying this episode, don't wait to the end to share it. Share it now. Share this with a friend or a colleague that you think might find value in this information. And then also make sure that you click and leave us a five-star review and give us feedback because we really value your feedback and your input. Now back to the episode. All right, so now let's talk about mental toughness. Mental toughness is something that's often thrown around, but do we really understand what mental toughness is? And most times when I think about mental toughness, before I really did a lot of work around mental toughness, it's push through. It's always push through. You might hear a coach yelling, look, if you want it, you got to go get it. True. That's true. But mental toughness is not always about enduring. Sometimes mental toughness is about being vulnerable and submitting. Mental toughness, you need to understand that, as I mentioned, athletes are pushed to their limits, physically, mentally. Sometimes when you're at your breaking point, you have to know that this is not the time for me to be tough. This is the time for me to cry for help. This is the time for me to seek out counsel. This is the time for me to surround myself with people to support me. Oftentimes, we're always thinking about what's going on for other people. How can I be there for my team? I don't want to let my team down. I don't want to let my coach down. But you have to put yourself as a priority. If you're going to maximize your name, image, and likeness, you have to be healthy. And you have to have a community that really values you. You know, As a medical community, There's not many people doing what I do. There's not many people podcasting. There's not many people that are trying to do the mentor work that I'm doing outside of my normal job. However, when I find a group of people that are doing this same work, it gives me life. It helps me know that, hey, what's possible? Because many times it's hard to really even envision doing something bigger than what you're already doing if you haven't seen it. And for many of the athletes, I know that you might be a first-generation College student. You might be the first person to play the sport to the level that you're playing it at. So that comes with a lot of pressure. And when you're under pressure, you have to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health um, in order to be just in the optimal state of wellness. And then let's talk about your soul. What does that mean? Your connection with a higher spiritual being. No matter what your religion is or Christianity or whatever it is, your connection to a higher power. And, you know, that helps sometimes with your feeling of why, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? And sometimes when you're in those dark times, when you're in the hard time, that fourth quarter, you need to really be connected with your why. I mean, that will give you extra energy and it'll give you that extra drive to sometimes push through. So what do you do for your spiritual well-being, your prayer life, you know, meditations, meditation, being able to just sit and be present in the moment allows you to rest. And that's another part of recovery. Also, I found that affirmations are very good for me to be able to say those positive words because words are powerful. And many times that might be the only positive words that you'll hear throughout the day are the words that you'd say to yourself. Some of my favorite affirmations that I do, not only for myself, but also with my family, is that, you know, I am enough. I have a God-given purpose. One of the things, being able to release what I've done and know that I'm, just be present. I'll say, you know, I'm at peace with my past. I am preparing for my future, but I am present and I am enjoying every moment of my present. I have a God-given purpose. I'm strong. You know, I'm a warrior. You need to tell yourself these words because when you get into the heat of the battle, You want that to be playing in the back of your mind versus saying, man, I cannot do it. So, what you, the self talk is very important. Also, one way that I know that I can stay just kind of grounded is doing service, knowing that what I'm doing is bigger than me, knowing that, you know, I'm helping my future generation, I'm helping the other people coming out of my high school. I'm paving a way for them. So knowing your why, knowing that what you're doing is bigger than you uh, can really help you stay present and stay in the moment. So also another big part of name, image, and likeness is being able to be true to yourself. Um, I feel that you're gonna have many speakers talk about from attorneys to creatives, to entrepreneurs, and the best way that you can connect with a brand is by truly being you. It's one thing to get an endorsement, but if it does not relate to who you are as a person, people will be able to see through that. So, what you need to do is get comfortable with yourself first. And when you're comfortable with yourself, then other people will be attracted to that energy that you put on. So, if it all, all things, anything else fails, be you because no one else can be you better than you can. So let's talk about from name, image and likeness, securing the bag, your health is your wealth, using the time that you are an athlete to be exposed to many different careers. So let's just think about on a game day, who's gonna be there? You're gonna have reporters, you're gonna have many times a TV crew, you're gonna have a sports medicine team, you have coaches, you know, you have different companies there and everybody wants a piece of the athlete, right? So when you're talking to the fans before or after the game, when you're talking to those sponsors or the, you know, people that are there to help financially sponsor the team and they want to come to you for an autograph, use that time not only to talk to them and connect with them and take that photo with them, but use that time to kind of spin it and say, hey, really introduce yourself. Um, Derek Burgess, I'm interested in being into going into orthopedics. I know you're an orthopedic surgeon. Do you mind if I stop by sometime to actually talk to you about what you do so I can really understand what that job entails? Do you mind being a mentor for me? So, as an athlete, you have a very unique experience uh, where you have a lot of people around you, and many times they're they're takers, but I want you to be empowered to be able to get what you need, not only from the university. Uh, but also from the people that are around you. I've had many athletes that have asked me, you know, hey, I'm interested in being a physical therapist. I want to be a doctor. Nothing brightens my day more than when I hear an athlete come into the office and I say, well, what do you want to do after sports? And they'll say, hey, I want to be a doctor. You got me. You know, I'll do whatever I can do at that point to really sew into you. I'm currently helping two of my former athletes now prepare to get into medical school and it brings me a lot of pride and joy. So I know that when you are able to tell people, hey, I wanna do what you do, many times they will really sew into you, uh, but that's something, a conversation that you need to have. Also um, ask questions, like I mentioned, change the narrative, change the conversation to focus on you as an athlete versus you and what you can give to someone. When I was in high school, I had an injury. Uh, during my junior year of high school, and that allowed me to be introduced to one of my lifelong mentors, uh, Dr. John Young. When I went to his orthopedic office, I expressed to him, Hey, I wanna be an orthopedic surgeon. And he said, Look, anytime you wanna come in and hang out and just see what I do, please come in. And job shadowing is so important no matter what you wanna do. So I utilized that during my senior year of high school. I continued to go back during college, uh, during medical school, to just check in and say, Look, this is where I am. And you know, he'll say, "I know it's tough. Keep going." These people can give you letters of recommendation. That phone call, you never know when you're meeting somebody who they're connected to. So the some of the people that you're going to meet this weekend in this combine will be able to help you pave the way for your future. There are a lot of powerful people in this combine. You know, you have attorneys, you have entrepreneurs, you have CEOs, and they're all here willing to sew into you as an athlete. So please make sure that you take advantage of that. My story is not an isolated occurrence. I know many people who were exposed through the game that they play and that's how they got into their career. So always be open to meet people, always be open to learn new things and that will help you later on in your career. So I don't want to bore you. Like I mentioned, I know you're here to learn about name, image, and likeness, but I just wanted to give you some pearls of wisdom that you can take with you um, about your health, your wellness, but also knowing that use this time that you have is very valuable. There's no other time where in life where you will be able to be a student athlete, where you will be able to be sheltered and be able to have all these resources around you. So I want to make sure that you are utilizing that to your fullest and making sure that you use the others around you to help you get to where you wanna be. So in summary, name, image, and likeness is truly about you. It's not about a product. It's not about being able to sign the dotted line for someone else to make them more money. It's about you learning who you are uh, because truly you are the brand. It doesn't matter what the name on the front of the shirt say, the name on the back of the shirt is the brand. And that brand will be the same no matter what team you're playing for, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a former athlete, you need to know your worth. You need to know that you are valuable and that you are helping whatever company or whatever organization that you're linked to, they're better off because you're on that team. So your network determines your net worth. So what do I mean by that? Be careful who you're surrounding yourself with. Be careful who you let into that inner circle. There's a saying that says, you know, show me your people that you're the five closest people that you're talking to or texting or whoever that you're following. And I can tell you your future. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good people. I don't have to call any names, but we all can talk about stories that are going on currently with athletes where their NIL, their name, image, and likeness are being negatively affected by their inner circle. So please, please, please make sure that you surround yourself with good people. Make sure that you seek out counsel. Uh, make sure that you are staying in your optimal state because your health is your wealth. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of the NIL Combine. You know, I'm really glad to be here. If I can be of service to anyone, please reach out to me. You can find me on social media um, at Dr. Derek Sports Doctor on Instagram, Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn, Dr. Derek Burgess. And I have a website, um, drderekthesportsdoctor.com. And that's where you can find all of my content from my podcast to YouTube, um, also to videos uh, that we're doing to try to get the knowledge out there. My podcast is really about mentorship and about education. And I'll be glad to link up with any of you at any time. If I can be of service, just reach out to me and let me know. Enjoy this NIL combine and make sure that you're getting what you need to get from this weekend. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episode. Until later, peace. Hey, time out with the sports game. Trust, you don't want to miss. This is where life, sports, and medicine.